Hi, I'm Pete Price, and on my podcast this week, I've got a fascinating lady called Victoria. She's got a fabulous new business called Revive. It mightn't have happened. She had a problem with Facebook, which was not her doing at all. I want to talk to Victoria about, first of all, who she is. Secondly, the problem. And all of you can relate to this because it could happen to any one of you. And thirdly, about this fabulous new business. Victoria, hi. Hi, Pete. Right. First of all, give us a potted history about who you are. Um, So I've had... Um, a fitness company for many years on the Wirral um, called Revive Wellness. Um, obviously, I had a few issues during COVID and um, was forced to close down and then reopen a new premises. Um, the business, I, you know, I've been running the business for about six years. I've built up all of my, you know, SEO ratings, all of my Facebook, all of my Instagram, all of that. Um, had many customers that directly come to me because of Facebook and Instagram. That's my main thing. And anyway, we've run into this little bump in the road and it's been a massive disaster. Right, before you talk about the bump, give us a potted history of your past because you've done all sorts, haven't you? Oh God, I've done everything. So uh, it all started with the bingo. (laughs) When I was 16, I worked in the bingo. Then I joined the army. I was in the army for five years. Um, Then I was in the police force, did that. Then I um, became, had my two boys and thought I needed a career where I could be at home with them um, a little bit more and kind of fit my work and life around them. So that's when I started getting into fitness and yoga and started teaching lots of classes all over the Wirral and Liverpool. And uh, that's where my passion is really in health and wellness. And you're very fit yourself. You work very hard on that, don't you? I work very hard and it's more challenging now as I'm getting older than it used to be. But yeah, I do work, do my best to stay quite fit. If you just join me, I'm going to talk to Victoria now about this problem. Now, Victoria said at the beginning uh, about Facebook and Instagram. And as you know, it's a new way of... That was the dog in the background, in case you're wondering what that was. He slipped on the floor, bless him. (laughs) He's a lovely dog. That's another podcast. Um, Victoria's... um, telling us about Facebook and Instagram, which is where the clients came from, because that is the new way of going. You had a huge clientele base, very, very popular. Talk us through what happened from the beginning. Okay, so um, basically, the, the in the fitness industry, we get our clients through social media. It's massive. You know, people follow you on Facebook. People keep up to date with all of what you're doing because we tend to change, chop and change what we're doing and things like that. So it's all through Facebook and Instagram. And I've spent many years, obviously, when you first start on Facebook, you have hardly any followers. And through time and dedication, you gain your followers on Facebook and um, the beauty of my page is that it was all people who were interested in what I was offering which is really hard to do I didn't buy any followers you know I've never done that it's just through many many years of work um what's happened is um for those of you who have or don't know you have your personal page on Facebook and then you have the option of creating a business page which is attached to your personal page and then you can also link that with your Instagram account and also your WhatsApp account so they're all linked because they're all owned by a company called Meta 
Now, what's happened to me is it was actually on the day of the Queen's funeral that it all happened. And I assumed that, you know, when something goes wrong, it would be sorted in a day. You know, obviously, Facebook will recognise that something's happened and, and sort it. Let me stop you there. So you're going to tell us what happened. But how did you first discover the problem? Did somebody tell you or did you see it? Okay, so I woke up in the morning and had an email from Facebook saying, we've seen suspicious activity on your account. Um, Is this you? Um, And then literally, as I was reading that email, I got another email from them saying, we believe um, that there's been suspicious activity on your account. So we're freezing the account until you get in touch with us. So I'm like, oh, what's going on? I log into Facebook or try to log into Facebook and I can't get any access to it. Meanwhile, some of my ex-members have phoned me or left messages for me saying, Vicky, what's going on on your account? There's, I think you've been hacked. There's been some horrendous videos posted on your wall on my personal page. And apparently these were videos of a beheading. So I'm like, oh my word, can you please report it as hacked? Because the more people that report it as hacked to Facebook, apparently the faster they react to it. And also then they are aware that it's not you. Um, so my friends who could report it, reported it. Once a few people have reported it, it kind of freezes and you can't do anything. So they've all reported it. I've also reported it because there was a, a button, a link that you could press. Do you think you've been hacked? Yes, I have. So I've pressed that. They've reported it. So I think, well, they'll give, they'll, they'll realise that it's not me. I'm not going to post a beheading on the wall and they'll give me my account back. So anyway, it didn't happen that day. We watched the funeral and I was thinking it must be coming back soon. And then I thought, right, I'll just go to bed. And tomorrow Facebook will, you know, reignite my account. I'm just going to hold you there because I've got to tell anybody that has just joined us that Victoria was all ready to open the new business. So the timing of this was horrendous. So you watch the funeral, you waited here from Facebook. What happened? Yeah, so waited to hear from Facebook, um, bearing in mind that I'm opening this new studio and I need to get the word out of my new address, where I am, what I'm doing. We've had a slight name change. So, you know, I'm trying to, you know, build all of that up and create interest in the new business from all of my followers. Anyway, the next day I wake up, go to log in and it comes up that I've breached the community standards. So they've blocked me. Um, So I'm like, oh, well, surely they'll reinstate me in a few hours. Maybe I'm silly. I thought, oh, maybe it's just because it's early. Maybe America, because at the time I'm thinking, is Facebook in America? Maybe America's on a different time zone. The little Facebook people will come in in the morning and say that Vicky's not a terrorist and give me my account back. That didn't happen. So I went through the whole day and thought the next day I'm going to wake up. It will be there. Magically, Facebook will give it me back. No. And then what they do is they say, um, we believe that you've breached the community standards. Um, If you disagree with this decision, click here, which I did. Click there. You write the reason why you disagree. Obviously, I've been hacked. It's not me. Disagree with the decision. Place that in. Then it comes back with, um, Victoria, you disagreed with the decision due to COVID we haven't got enough people to have a look at this account yet, but we will tr- we will do it as soon as we can. 
and then it also flashes up you have 30 days before your account will be permanently disabled oh wow then the next day you have 29 days you have 28 days anyway i'm past that 30 days now so apparently my account is permanently um disabled but you then went to a company in america because you're really upset about it so um, so this is all my personal page and obviously business account is linked to it. So what I need to say is as well, they've closed my, so my personal account has basically breached community standards. Meanwhile, whoever has hacked my account has changed the admin role on my business page. So they are now the admin. I am not there. My business page, you can still see if you type into Facebook, but I can't access it. They have my business account and they're currently running ads from my business account. So even though Facebook know I was hacked, know that that business account was attached to me, these hackers have taken hold of my business account. So now they have my business account, which really is bad because my business account I've had for many years on that is messages from clients. So I will have it on there, messages with people's addresses, phone numbers, bank details, pictures of people who've you know wanted to lose weight or are doing a weight loss journey and they send me pictures of them. They might be in their in underwear or in their bikinis. I've got all of that information on my business account that these hackers have and Facebook haven't shut that down and these hackers are still running ads from that account. Really? So tell me, where did it come in? And by the way, if you've just joined me, I'm talking to Victoria. This could happen to any one of you. She's starting a new business and all of a sudden uh, it's looking uh, dubious because of the problem. So the account's still open. You then went to a company in America to find out if they could help. So I've spent weeks I mean, weeks online, looking at all of the forums, looking at, you know, them, thinking there must be a way, there must be somebody I can contact in Facebook. There must be a help desk, an email, a phone number, anything. There's nothing. There's literally no way for you to contact Facebook at all. You cannot speak to a person. There's some numbers on online. They don't get ring anywhere. They don't exist. Nobody answers those phones. There's nobody there. There's no customer service help desk. There's nothing you can do. So, and I've read lots of stories of other people that this has happened to and they've never got their accounts back. So um, I end up finding a company in America called hacked.com um, and I've got in touch with them and now I'm in a process with them to hopefully recover. Now they can't guarantee that they will be able to recover the account because they have to go through the Facebook process and there isn't really one. And what they've said is there's no, there's absolutely no guarantee. For 60% of people, they may get their Facebook account back. For 40%, they just won't. And there's no reason why they don't. And there's nobody to speak to and there's nothing you can do. So my only option was to pay this company to try and help me. And they may not be able to. And they do say say that right at the get-go. You know, we'll take you through the process, but we may not be able to help you with this. Didn't they tell me, Victoria, or didn't you tell me, I should say, didn't you tell me that um, it was something to do, was it Vietnam or...? Right, so the guy in America who's hack.com, who's been helping me, has said, because I thought at first... Is this, you know, a vendetta against me? Is this a competitor who's annoyed that I'm opening another yoga and spin studio um, and wants to basically ruin my chances, you know, 
because you know that's what you think isn't it you think it's a personal vendetta and it's not a personal vendetta the reason why I've been targeted is I had over 5,000 people on my business account anyway and then also I've used my business account and done what's called paid ads so you can boost a post or you, you can pay for an advert to be created so for example if you want to you know advertise your business or you're running a course or something like that you'll do a paid ad which means then that my Facebook meta have my bank details my card details access to my PayPal account so and and I can't cancel them by the way because I haven't got access to anything so they so the hackers who've taken my business accounts have all of that information and there's nothing I can do so the only thing was luckily I realized at the very start oh my word this is linked to my bank account linked to my PayPal so I you know stopped the link there but this guy in America said to me that other people who haven't moved as quickly as I did have had tens of thousands of pounds taken out of their accounts and there's no one to ring in Facebook and there's no help. They don't care. They haven't got a customer service department and they actually are not bothered and there's no regulation for it. I mean, it's an absolute disgrace that a company of that size who will take your money, take your bank details, hold all of that information, can't be held accountable for when something goes wrong. My bank details are still there. It's still linked to my phone, my WhatsApp. I can't cancel the link between WhatsApp and Facebook. I can't cancel it. And then obviously Instagram, I've lost my Instagram account as well. It's absolutely amazing story. Um, before we talk about the new business, how did you and what did you do to set up for your customers? And did you contact them to tell them about the problems? So I couldn't contact anyone because I've lost everything. Wow. So I literally lost everything. And also, you can't, it's not easy to set up a new Facebook account. People think, oh, well, just set up a new one. But you can't because your email address is linked to that Facebook account probably your phone number is linked to that Facebook account and your, more importantly, your IP address. So if you've ever logged into Facebook from a home computer or an iPad or anything like that, they can, they can trace your IP address. So if you're, you've breached community standards and they obviously think, cause I've posted a, I haven't, but the hackers have posted this beheading. They obviously think that I'm a terrorist or whatever. So they've blocked everything. So I literally can't do anything did the company in america say why they think they've hacked you for the facebook ads for the ad account so basically what they do is they go in take take over your business account change the admin role in the meanwhile because there's payment details there so they can run loads of ads and make a lot of money quickly and also they've got all of those people too so they anyone that's got bank accounts linked it can happen too what they do is when they take hold of your business account, they will put something on your personal account that, that forces the algorithm of Facebook to shut you down. So they'll put something on that bad that the algorithm will go, oh my, shut them yeah. down. When they shut you down, you can't access anything. Meanwhile, they're changing the admin roles on your personal business account and they take press they take that account then you can't do anything because you're locked out and that's why they put something atrocious on so for me it was a beheading but there's been child porn posted on other people's sites you know really horrendous stuff that you know if you post that on your wall you should get shut down bear in mind though that facebook were the ones who notified me and said suspicious activity we think you've been hacked 
Then that's posted on my wall. They shut me down because it hits that algorithm. Meanwhile, these hackers have my account, have my bank details and are running this ad campaign trying to get my money. Tell me how frustrated you feel about it. Horrendous. I mean, you don't realise how important social media is in your life and it shouldn't be really. It's not healthy. But for a business, a business like mine that really relies on social media, it's huge. It's massive, you know, and it's cost me other things. Like, for example, I was um, in my studio. We use a lot of uh, neon products to create the nice ambience and scents and everything. So I was in the process of becoming a neon ambassador. You need a certain amount of followers to be a neon ambassador. I had the followers. I'm in the process of getting it. Neon then check my account, which doesn't exist. That's gone. So little things like that, you know, it just disappears. You know, people look for your name, look for your business. And when it's gone, they question the, you know, how valid your business is as well. Well, how have you just popped up from here? You know, where's all your reviews? I've got no reviews now. I've had to set up from scratch. And it's really hard to set up from scratch. And also because I couldn't create another Facebook page because I needed to get a new laptop um, to be able to log in. And then there was also the fear of, well, if I, if I create this new Facebook page, am I going to put a lot of effort in? And then they realised that it's me and shut me down again. You know, you, you just don't know. It's crazy. You question everything. Yeah, you, you literally question everything. And, you know, now, so I, I bit the bullet and created a new Facebook page. But now um, I really don't want to run any ads from it because I don't want to enter my payment information because then they've got my payment information again and, and you do think, well, the same thing could happen again. This is Victoria. We're going to talk about the new business now. You heard that story, which is pretty horrendous. And when you think it must have taken all the pleasure and the hard work you've put into the new business, it's quite scary because you've been working 24-7. Thank goodness you have a clientele that know you and you've got and you are busy already, which is fantastic. Putting that to one side and before you tell us about the business, did you think twice about opening? Yeah, because I was thinking, nobody's going to come. <laughs> how are they going to know I'm here? If I haven't got a Facebook page, I haven't got an Instagram page, how are people going to know where I am? I can't advertise. So this is another thing. Google and everything is linked to Facebook. Everything's linked to your Facebook account, to your Meta account, your WhatsApp. And I'm thinking, how's anyone going to know where I am? You know, I'm, I'm just a, a new business that's just popped up. You know, people didn't think where she disappeared or was the business falling through? Because I've been doing all of these posts coming soon, coming soon, and then boom, I'm gone. Where have I ever gone? So people think, what, what's, what's happened there? So thank goodness you're coming through it. But you're still ongoing in America. That's still yeah. ongoing. So we, we, we're going to have an end to this story one day, I hope. Tell us about the business and tell us where the idea came from. So, um, obviously, I've, I've had, you know, fitness studios, yoga studios and everything before. And I closed down in COVID and just went into a teacher training academy and then realised after planning my wedding, which was a massive thing and took up a lot of time, realised that I really miss being busy and I really miss teaching live people and seeing people in the flesh. And also, Pete, working from home, you know, doing Zoom and on a computer, I'd got really boring. 
I had nothing to say. <laughs> you know, like, I literally had nothing to say. If we, I went out with friends or anything. I'd have nothing to talk about because I wasn't seeing real people. And I think that's a big thing for a lot of people now. So even all these at-home fitness classes, you know, that people do, like, you know, they'll do Peloton or whatever. You're not meeting people. You're not interacting with people. You're not having that fun environment. And because I missed it so much, I thought, other people are going to miss it. They're going to miss it. And they're going to miss going to a place where it's non-judgmental, it's fun, you know, it's luxurious. My new studio is very luxurious. Um, you know, because fitness should be something that is exciting, enticing, you know, that you really look forward to going. It should feel like it's a treat, like every class you should walk out and go, oh my, I can't book me on the next one. You want that feeling, that high, that endorphin rush. And that's what I'm trying to create at uh, Revive Spin and Stretch. So tell us what it actually is. So Revive Spin and Stretch, the, the clue should kind of be in the name. It's a boutique spin and yoga studio. So we've got the top of the range spin bikes, top of the range sounds and lighting system. Um, we've got a infrared colour therapy yoga studio, which is the first one of its kind in, on the Wirralore in Liverpool as well, um, <clears throat> which offers hot and non-hot classes. So you'll pick a colour to come to. So for example, if you have trouble sleeping, you might come to a red class or a pink class. Um, if you want to be really motivated in the day and get moving, you'll come to a blue or a yellow class. If you're interested in learning more about yoga, the history of yoga, learning how to do the poses properly, you'll come to an orange class, for example. So everything's tied in with the healing properties of the colour. And also, so the, the room is set to the colour, the uh, poses that you do or the sequence that you do in the class is all tailored to the healing properties of the colour as is the sense that we use so it's a proper like holistic experience and then to end the class you uh, wear an infrared colour therapy mask so you basically get a free facial at the end of the class as well which is something that's very unique anybody else doing this around no not like I do <laughs> um, I think we're the only boutique spin studio on the Wirral. I know there is a, um, you know, a spin studio over in Liverpool as well. But I mean, spin is massive. You know, it's a workout that anyone can do because you set the resistance to whatever suits you, your ability levels and your energy levels on that day. It's non-impact. So it's great for people who can't, you know, run anymore or, you know, people with joint problems. Um, and it's just really fun, mad you know, it's a feel-good vibe. You really get out of it what you put in, but the instructors... So I'm creating a team of instructors that are the best motivators. You know, these are, the, these are the proper, you know, cream of the crop instructors that you would expect in somewhere like London or New York. You know, they are getting trained to the highest level. They're all doing specific revive training with me. So every time you come to a revive class, you will have that expert level of instruction that is missing in a lot of other gyms. I've got to point out too that uh, Victoria, through uh, lockdown and it's only just finished teaching, you've been uh, involved with the government and teaching, haven't you? Yeah, so I run uh, teacher training courses, yoga teacher training courses, spin instructor courses, yoga for mental health, meditation courses, pre and postnatal courses. And obviously I had to change up through COVID and move to online teaching, you know, which was good 
you know, because it opened it up to a lot of people who didn't have access to that kind of thing before. But, you know, it's time to get face to face again. It's time to do it. In fact, I've started a whole new teacher training course today. So today was the opening day of Revive Spin and Stretch. So I've taught two spin classes this morning and then gone straight into a brand new 200 hour yoga teacher training course. Now, are we on bikes? You're on spin bikes. You're on the best bikes. So you're on the best rhythm ride bikes that you can get. They're called stages cycles. So you wear proper cycling shoes with cleats on. You click in and you're good to go. And we have the uh, cycling shoes available to hire in the studio for people who don't have their own shoes. Where are you? 6A Market Street in Hoylake. Hoylake is the new place to go. It's buzzing. Um, It's a proper little community vibe there. I absolutely love Hoylake. And plenty of parking, which is always a bonus. Yeah, that is a a big, big bonus. How do people find out more about it now with all the problems you've had? So I am a bit the bullet. I've created a new page on social media. So it's Revive Spin and Stretch hyphen Hoylake on Facebook. Do that again slowly. Revive Spin and Stretch hyphen Hoylake on Facebook. And it's just Spin and Stretch on uh, Instagram. And you book it on there or do you ring? Uh, no, so it's an online booking system um, via the website, which is www.revivespinandstretch.com. And you just click on book now and it takes you straight to our on- online booking system. It's really easy. And what sort of time does it take if I was to come along? Tell me what happens. I booked in. Do I book an hour, half an hour, what? So you book in for your session. So the Revive Ride signature class is 45 minutes. So you'll arrive and it's a bit like cheers, you know, everybody knows your name. It's just a happy, friendly place. So you'll come in, come up the stairs to the reception desk where you'll be met by a friendly team member who will ask you if it's your first time, if you need cycling shoes. And then we'll get you shoes, make sure that they fit properly, show you how to click into the bike, show you how to set your bike up show you where the toilets are, where the locker room is. We've got a gorgeous coffee machine, so you can make your own lattes, cappuccinos, all of that, Um, herbal teas, complimentary fruit. So you'll get shown around there, and then the class will start. You'll come to your bike, you'll click in. Again, if you're unsure, we'll come and help you. Today, I had to physically click two people in onto the bikes because they just couldn't get it, and I had to go and then unclick them, which was funny. So, and then on your bike will be a complimentary sweat towel and water. So you literally can just turn up as you are, get a pair of shoes, you've got all your complimentary towels and water. And um, then after the session, we take your shoes off you, they get fully sanitized. And then you can either go upstairs, have a coffee or whatever, or you can have a shower. We've got beautiful um, spa products in the shower. We've got GHD you know, um, hair dryers. We've got all of the stuff that you would need. There's deodorants there, there's moisturizers, there's vitamin C serums, there's even hair bobbles, hair grips. We've thought of everything. Wow. Now, where does the yoga fit in? Okay, so as you come into the studio, you'll come straight into the spin studio and the reception desk. Then you'll go up another flight of stairs, follow the arrow for yoga. And at the top of the stairs is shower rooms, our re- relaxation locker room. And then there's our yoga studio there. The yoga studio is in infrared. So it's you'll come to a particular colour class and it will say in brackets next to the class if it's hot or non-hot. And we offer both. 
Um, and then the yoga sessions are always over and there's a few classes that are only an hour, but I generally prefer at least an hour and 15 minutes. So you get a good relaxation at the end. Um, and you'll come in. I only have a maximum of nine people in a yoga class because I don't agree with overcrowding it in a yoga class because I feel like you should get the attention that you deserve when you come. So I keep the numbers very low, but the standards very high. Is there much competition in yoga? Oh, there's a massive amount of competition in yoga. However, though, Pete, I'm the, I'm the trainer's trainer. So all of the yoga teachers really around here have probably been trained by me. So you get in that expert level of instruction when you come to me. And also, the, there's a lot of brilliant yoga teachers, but they can't teach in revive, spin and stretch unless they've done the colour therapy yoga teacher training. So they're all having to undertake additional training to be able to teach in my studio. Victoria, where are you again? 6A Market Street, Hoylake, revive, spin and stretch. And how can they find you on Facebook? Uh, on Facebook, where Revive Spin and Stretch hyphen Hoylake. On Instagram, it's Spin and Stretch. What would you say to finish off? It's been a hell of a journey for you. You are a grafter, and I love you for that. I've always loved you for that. But what would you say to people who are now a little bit concerned about their Facebook after hearing your horrendous story, which was nothing to do with you at all? You were hacked. You've had no satisfaction yet, and you've had no justice. No, there's been no justice. So I would say to people... Just check your privacy settings. Check that you're set up for the two-factor uh, authentication, I think's the word. Um, check that that's on and regularly change your password. And make sure that your password isn't something simple or something that's easy to guess. And I would say, I mean, the guy I was speaking to in America said you should change your password weekly which obviously it is hard to do because you forget them, but definitely do that um, and just make sure there's a there's a, a privacy and settings link on your Facebook. Go on that and just check that you've set all of those things up to protect yourself as best as you can. But bear in mind that I had done all of that and I still got hacked because these are professionals. And if you enjoy that, we've got some great podcasts. Why not just subscribe? It's free.